And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Now they give it to Green. Green stutter step. He's through. First down, 40, 45, 50, 45, 40. Run, William, run. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. In the backfield, two receivers left, one right. Mayfield back to pass. Looks going towards the end zone, and it's caught by Donovan Peoples-Jones. Touchdown! He got it! He got it! The rookie from Michigan got it with 11 seconds left to go! Pumping once, now throwing long down the left side. Slaughter has it. He's going in for a touchdown! The problem won the game! hey ho and what do you know welcome everybody to another edition of the top dogs i am one half of the top dogs alex hale unfortunately jack mccurry is not with us today boo i know he's working a double shift tonight he texted me uh, this morning saying Alex, I got bad news. Uh, I'm here until eight o'clock tonight. So as we're recording, Jack is still working and I literally was in a panic and I texted one person. Fortunately, they were available and we've been talking about having him on as a guest for a while and it's, we just haven't lined it up and it was going to be soon anyway. So I was like, yeah, are you free today? And you heard his <laughs> voice. He gave it away. Ladies and gentlemen, our Iceman is here. <laughs> Andy, Andy Lytle, Andy Cleves is in the building. Andy, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Uh, happy to happy to help and fill in. And like you said, I was I was going to probably be on soon anyway. Oh we yeah, talked about it. I've had you on my podcast yeah. already a couple times, actually. Yeah. Jim, so <laughs> why not? Yeah. So uh, as we do uh, every uh, beginning of the show, how is your week so far? I know you've had a busy Sunday to begin with, but how is your week in general? It's been great, dude. Uh, I'm keeping busy. Um, hopefully got some things, some, some, hopefully some news coming soon uh, when I, I can't talk about it yet, but uh, I can't um, give us the exclusive breaking news coverage. Darn it. I, I can't, but uh, all I can say is um, hopefully uh, I'll be able to uh, do some other things with the, not the same old Browns podcast, which I launched in the middle of March. Uh, but it's been a fun weekend. I, I actually just got done recording uh, episode 12, which will drop Tuesday. Nice. Uh, that will drop Tuesday at 3 a.m. Eastern. I was joined by 92.3 The Fans, Ken Carmen. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so far off the rails crazy. Please it, tell me, did you ask the question that you told me you were going to ask him? I did. How lit was it when you asked? Him? It was his face was something to behold when I, when I asked it. <laughs> There's no doubt. His oh face my was God. the yeah. face he gave me when I asked that question. Um, it was it was pretty funny. Uh, you you yeah, need to you need to screen grab it and make that a meme, please. Absolutely, I, I, I'm already on that. Don't worry. Uh, Ken's, uh, but shout out to Ken. Uh, he's, I've been a huge fan of his for a long time. I've listened to his show since 2012. I think he started in 2011. Yep. Um, but I started listening in 2012. 
and uh, it was just uh, it was a thrill to have him on the show, and I'm I'm excited to release that in episode 12 on Tuesday. Yep. So this will be coming out Monday. So if you're listening listening on Monday, please listen to not the same old Browns podcast on Tuesday, and probably you're hearing <laughs> this show because Andy had us on, so you probably know better, all right. But if you're not yeah. listening, you're probably living under a rock and are stupid. So yeah. You need to get over there and listen to not the same old Browns podcast. Yeah, and and, and listen to uh, we did the uh, the Browns post draft spectacular. Uh, the post draft show was with yes. uh, with Caitlin Marshall from Crunch Time with Caitlin, yes. and then and obviously the top dogs. Yeah, uh, you and Jack. So so that was a lot of fun. Uh, that's, yeah. that, that episode's still fresh. You can get a nice little uh, nice little reaction, our opinions on the draft and everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we're finally but, past that. My my life yeah. has finally slowed down. Then one week after it slowed down, hey, Alex, it goes back to 11. So yeah. uh, real quick, just to let everybody know, I thought I was going to have an answer by end of the week uh, about that job that I interviewed for. First sure. and foremost, I feel very, very, very confident. About That's good, this. man. I'm happy. For I you. hung up from. So I had four back to back interviews in a row. Holy it was insane. Holy and, smokes. And each of I had six pages of notes, Andy, my, my people had me prepared. They want me to get this. It's like, <laughs> yo, what is going on? So I had six, right. pages. every question they asked, I was like, yep, that answer is right here, right here. And the looks on their faces, like, uh, he came prepared. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm in my suit. I haven't worn in two years and everything. It was tailored to everything. I haven't worn it yet. And I'm just like, I, I, I got this. I, you know, and I hung up and I'm like, yo, if they don't hire me for this, <laughs> I have the qualifications. I have yeah. the experience. I have a, a strong degree that will back me up in that. Sure. They are out of their minds. Now well, they're hope- probably, they're probably listening to this and going like, Alex, don't get cocky. No, I'm not being cocky. I just feel really confident afterwards. I, I, felt, I felt I nailed it. And I'm like, Good luck to anyone trying to beat that because I felt that strongly. And, you know, talking to the people I work with and I kind of filled them in, they're like, yep, uh, we feel confident in you. And it was just like, oh, wow. Uh, I didn't realize you guys feel that confident. And I told them the answers and they're like, yep, you're going to be in play. (laughs) So uh, uh, by the time next week's show, drops which i have no idea how next week's going to work out we'll figure it out yeah Memorial day weekend um it sounds like i may know by end of next week maybe the middle of the following week sure but i'm feeling really good about this and when the news is dropped i will tell you where because 99 percent of you are going to go what the bleep and don't andy don't say no andy you're one of the few you're one of the few that knows where i am and where i could be going and absolutely agree almost everyone that listens to this will go what the bleep yeah absolutely it's exciting man i i'm I'm pulling for you i think you got this i I think so too I know it, 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 to, to really tell you where things are. My entire working crew is like, so how many parties are we doing? How wasted are we getting? So I was like, one step five guys. Wait a minute. Wait Lord a minute. Have Everybody mercy. breathe. Everybody breathe. I, I know we all want this to happen, but can we, can we plan after this I is think, done? I think, I think, I think the universe is going to give it to you. Cause you and I both actually at the same time applied yep. for, 
were applying applied for jobs and not just a job. I mean, career changing jobs at yep. the same time. I didn't get mine. Um, it's okay. It, it happens. So, but I think there might be more opportunities there for me down the road with that place, exactly. but, but it would have been a game. Changer. It, 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 it would have, it would have sent me to uh, Lexington, Kentucky. And I would have only been five hours from Cleveland now. Cause oh, now boy. I'm like, I'm like a, you know, 36 hour drive from Cleveland here in Vegas. So exactly. Um, but I didn't, I didn't get mine. So I think the universe has to, has to balance it yes. out and yes. give it to you. Yes. And then, and then you're going to, then you're going to get it down the road. I'll, I'll, yeah. I, I, you you I, can yeah. put me, you can put me down as a reference because I'll have a pretty nice job and it'll be like, Ooh, someone from here is referencing you. Okay. Yeah. I need a lot of luck to get my job. They, they ended up going with someone with more experience. In, well, in yeah, that that's, field that's it is you know but you know you know the past interviews i've gone again no sure. names where where it's been but uh it, it, it every time it's been they have more experience and it's just like i think you are where i was sure and now i've gotten that experience and you're getting the interview experiences and all that stuff and them yeah and the it connections and it's like it's going to build up. So like, yeah. I, I think it's almost like, yeah, I'm going to get this to show you, Hey man, you're going to eventually get it too. That's how the yeah. universe is telling I, us. I'm here for it. It would have been a perfect you. job for me because I mean, uh, I would essentially, it would have been wild because I've been doing content creation for about over three years now. Mm -hmm. And it started with Twitch, as you know, and I streamed yes. for pretty hardcore two years on Twitch before I got sick a year ago. We won't get too much of that. Nah. But I, I got sick and I, it, it stopped my streams. I couldn't do anything, um, but I'm, I'm healthy now. But uh, it, it would have been incredible because essentially those two years on, on, on Twitch and over three hours through three hours, 3000 hours streamed on Twitch. Um, almost parlayed into a very cool gig where I would have, it was for a community. It's called community developer was the, was the title, the job title. Essentially it was, a uh, for a video game developer and publisher that specializes in horror games. And you I mean, I, I, I was praying for you, man. I really, oh, and you, you, you know you what know. a big horror fan I am. And what's funny is what started my, what really kicked off my Twitch career was Friday the 13th, the game. Yes, it was. <laughs> and you, you and I have played it ourselves. And you bugged me for how long to get that game. I know. And it's fun, <laughs> right? It's so much fun. And, but the, the people who created that game, that was the company that I applied for. Yeah. Um, but uh, apparently they're making something else. We'll see. They are making another. This is all we know. The, the name of the company is called Gun Media. They're out of Lexington, Kentucky. They're they they're a horror, horror public horror horror video game publisher, and they specialize yeah. in horror only. It's so cool. Um, but uh, yeah, the only thing that we know now about the new game they're working on is it is a IP horror franchise, meaning it is a licensed horror franchise that they're working on, and it's multiplayer. Just like Friday. So it's Friday the 13th game was an IP franchise and it was a multiplayer. Same thing with this new game. Um, so mm. it's going to be another big horror franchise. Freddy Krueger? Uh, I'm hearing rumors I'm hearing are that it's either, either the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Ooh. or Halloween. We don't know. We, we No one really truly knows. If they're going to, I would lean towards Halloween based on what they did with Friday the 13th. Yeah, you would think, um, but, but you I could, could see the, it being Texas Chainsaw because there's a lot of Texas Chainsaw movies as well. There's yeah. which, let's see, three, four, five. There's like seven or eight Texas Chainsaw yeah. 
movies and with another reboot coming out later this year i believe yeah and there is another halloween movie coming out later this year too so we'll see we'll see but uh yeah but that's who i applied for i didn't get the job but uh i think i was meant not to get the job so the world would balance itself out and you would get your job and then i will get that job hopefully maybe someday in the future you will you will like, yeah, I hope so. i'm going to hey you want to i have this one friend she and i have been talking about it she's been one of my biggest supporters at work and she keeps telling me speaking into existence yeah literally oh, every single day i get me. a text yeah she says, speak, speak it into it. existence that's well and said. i'm like holy cow like again i i cannot say how fortunate i am right like right now Three weeks ago, I, I literally have joked to people, remember three weeks ago when my entire world was falling apart because I had confronted these abuse, you know, things yeah. in my life. Sure. And I was in a really dark place confronting them. Now, all of a sudden, it's like my whole life turned around because I figured it out. I right. figured out what was the cause of everything. Sure. And it's amazing, you know, how this has happened within three weeks. And it's like, you want to what? it's not only that but it's also the universe is telling me alex now you've confronted the problem now you're on your way to getting the help you need mm -hmm. now the universe is going to balance itself out you're going to find the career you absolutely want to do. all this stuff it's all coming together for you so i'm pretty sure i'm Keep you know, I'm going to speak into existence next week yeah. when we talk about how was your week. I'm probably going to be announcing where I'm working and it's going to be awesome. lit I and everybody is going to be like what the bleep Oh, speaking in existence, that, that's, a, that's a good way to speaking put it. Because you know, I'll tell you, it, it, it's been, you know, I mean, while I was disappointed, obviously, because I mean, it would have been, it would have been a hell of a story if I would have been able oh, yeah. to get that gig, because being a content creator, especially starting out, uh, you don't make a lot of money. Yeah. Um, you have people, when they ask you what you do and you tell them, like I remember when my friends would we go, what are you doing now? Oh, I'm streaming on Twitch. And they look at you cross-eyed like, huh? And, you know, so it would have been incredible that those three years of just straight grinding my ass off. Uh, I mean, I have a horror movie podcast that we've dropped 123 episodes on. I've been doing that a year and a half. And again, I will say it's a cheap plug for you, but Dead in Santa Carla podcast. If you're a horror movie <laughs> fan, like I, I swear to God, I'm not even a horror movie fan. I just listen to yeah. see if there's anything that's yeah. different I may listen to because sure. I trust your opinion on them. So I'm like, well, hey, you know what? Hey. And I tell my friends, like, you it's know, entertaining. And it's, it's just, we just talk about a new horror movie every week. So I always tell my friends, you know, if you ever think about starting it, just go through the list. There's 123 episodes. Go through the list and just cherry pick what movies you like. And, I mean, and I, heck, I mean, again, I've said this on when we used to have After Further View when we had John for all that. And we'll get into the Browns here in a second. But yeah, we're talking the you know what right now, guys. You know, it's very <laughs> rare we're ever going to get Andy on here. So I always like talking with Andy. But I remember, and this is a hilarious story, and I think people will laugh sure. over this. I was supposed to. Now, the girl ghosted me everything <laughs> yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I was supposed to go on a date with this girl to a drive-in, and there were four straight horror movies that we were going to see. And I yeah. text Andy. I'm like, Andy, what do you know about these? And he's like, dude, I got podcasts on like three of them right now. And it was, I don't know which one, but there was like, one that had a really really dark like i i want to say one of them was house of a thousand corpses yes which that was which, one of them that was one of them 
which is written directed by Rob Zombie. That was his first horror films. He did that. Was, that was he's, it. He's done a handful of horror films that he's written and directed. That was his first film. Now I enjoy that movie, but that is definitely not a movie that I would would say oh, I was no. in, introducing someone to horror that's new to horror no. and trying to get into horror. That would be definitely not be one of no. the first <laughs> movies I would recommend. Now, do I enjoy it? Yes. Do horror fans love it? Yes. It was but, it, the yes. first two. You you were like, no, the first two. You said, Alex, if you just go through the first two, you're fine. Which was Killer yeah. Clowns from Outer Space. I think it, was it Nightmare on Elm Street. One of them? yes. And which you were my, like, it's my favorite like horror movie up. of all time. That's yeah. my favorite horror movie of all time. Yeah. And you didn't have a podcast for it at that time, which I was like, no, damn Andy. I was like, I, I'm coming was in so, August. That uh, episode is coming oh, in August. Oh, now it is. Where was it when I needed it, Andy? <laughs> it's, uh, we're going to drop that episode in August on Wes Craven's birthday, who is, uh, by the way, I don't know if a lot of people know knows this. Wes Craven, who is one of the greatest writer directors in the history of horror, he is a Cleveland native as well. Ooh, well, there yes. you go. How about yeah. that? Yeah. But uh, anyways, to kind of segue away from horror, yeah. remember when the Browns used to be a horror story? And oh, yes. All, all we had were these horror stories to tell. Absolutely. And now it's like all these rags to riches stories. Like, oh, we've got all the riches. And now the Steelers are about to experience all the horror stories. Yeah. Oh, big old Ben Roethlisberger about to die. You know, I, yeah. I'm loving every I minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of went over this with Ken a little bit as I literally, it's so fresh in my mind. I got done, done recording with Ken or an hour ago. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's um, I think, I think we have a changing of a guard here. I think there's yeah. a little uh, with the Browns and the Steelers. Now are the Browns going to dominate them for the next 20 years? Like the, no. like the Steelers did to us? No. Probably not. No, highly unlikely. However, as it stands right now, uh, I think that wild card game was definitely uh, a turning point. A turning point, exactly. I I, I think we're going to look back the guard. On, yeah, I think we're going to look back on that game in five, ten years, and we're going to look back on that game as what you just said. That that was a guard. game that when I watched, I said we no longer fear them. Right, we can go into their it's house gone. and whip their ass, and more Punched importantly, right in the mouth. And more importantly, Steeler fans know we yes. can go in there and punch them in the oh. mouth. So the it, it's one of those <laughs> things where like. Steeler fans are going to be cocky and all that, but I think they all got a reality check of like, okay, the Browns ain't the Browns anymore. Oh, and I'll say this though, based off my Twitter timeline of Steelers fans that tend to pop up, they're still in freaking denial. Oh yeah, they're, they still are. They, I mean, and I don't blame them after you dominate and bully a team for two decades. Yeah. I, I understand. They just don't want to accept it, and I don't blame them. They want Neither to. Would it. I honestly? No, I, I wouldn't want to accept it either. Michigan, fa Michigan fans lived in denial for nearly a decade. <laughs> they were Ohio yeah. State's bitch, and finally, I'm starting to see Michigan fans realize, oh my God, we need somebody that can change it. We can't focus sure. on Michigan State anymore. Well, where have you been the last decade, you fuckers? I mean, god damn it. I mean, I had to leave the fan base for this shit to go down. I feel you. God, I had to go to Michigan State for you guys to realize it. You're welcome. Now get the right guy and fix it. Jesus Christ, it ain't that hard. It ain't. I mean, it kind of is. You need a guy that can actually recruit and motivate and actually win. But, you know, yeah. that that is hard to find. So, 
Anyways, uh, I, I actually, while we're recording this, I keep looking down on my phone because the Indians were rallying and they tied it in the ninth. I'm like, oh, oh nice. God damn it. And now we're going to extras. So I'm like, ah, darn it. Okay, anyways. It. um, So on today's show, uh, we are actually, okay, we spent like 20 minutes going over BS. So we are going to do the Browns schedule game today. Yeah, uh, that's kind of, that's what my show, not the same old Browns podcast. That's what my show really is for 90 minutes. It's just me and it the really guests. It really is, and that's B- what I love about it. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I don't want to say, like, there was any inspiration behind it, but, like, sure, you did not the same old Browns after I did From the Land with you. Yeah. And literally, when I listened to it, I was like, I can't do From the Land anymore because it's literally exactly what I wanted From the Land to be. I'm like, you want to know what? I'm going to back off from it. You know, I'm going to focus on one pod. You do no you've taken no i'm serious like dude it was I, I i gotta tell you it's it's so good and i'm like it's better than what Thanks, i man. could have thought it's Thanks, better than what i thought the show could have been well I, I i mean i really i mean the title has a lot of meanings i mean I, the, 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 not the same old browns podcast not the same old browns that the original the how that the origin of that it was we've that, gone over that it, million yeah times. yeah in 2014 <laughs> there was this infamous video of me saying these are not the same old browns anyone who says same old browns fuck you these are not the same old browns this is different that's kind of how it was born uh shout out to our mutual friend Derek sparks sparky sparky, sparky d213 on twitter he's the one that i was trying to think of a name for the podcast he's like dude not the same old brown podcast yeah. i'm like duh thank you yeah. Derek. But, you know, so it, the origin of the name of the podcast comes from that story from 2014, that video I did. But mm-hmm. also it has, it's not the typical, it's it's not your typical Browns podcast. It's not. And that's done purposely by me. Like there are tons and tons, this one being one of them, uh, tons and tons of really good Browns podcasts. But what I've noticed over the years was how similar a lot of them are. And that's not a shot. That's not, that's not a shot at them. They're still good shows. It's just, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do the show where we bring up topics, latest Browns news. Here's my opinion. End of show. That's not what I wanted to do. I want, because it's just me rolling solo right now. Um, I might have a co-host at some point, but through 12 episodes it's it's just been me and yeah. i have a guest and i just like to get to know these people i've had you know ken carmen just on i've had cameron justice from she News was Five great. cleveland she's fantastic uh jake burns my, my, my buddy stephen thomas who you from the obr yes, that you we on just had on yes yes and i i like having these people on one because they know what they're talking about they know that they're 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 tuned in and they're 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 dialed into what's going on everything browns but when they go on sports talk radio or maybe some other podcast, they're just going to get asked the same questions a lot of the times. And that's the, uh, again, the opposite of what I want to do. I wanted to, I want the audience who listens to, to the not same, not the same old Browns podcast to get to know the guest. That yes. is the number one, most important thing to me. Number two is you got, I want to make you laugh. And if you don't get to know the guest and you're not laughing, then I'm doing something wrong. So yeah. that's, that's kind of how that's that what, was what I that did. was I exactly what I wanted from the land yeah. to be and it was like you want to and that's why I kind of like canceled because you did it better and I was just like 
I'll be man enough to say I'm not going to compete. It's just like, hey, he's doing no. it better. And, and well, you guys have a great thing going on here. Oh with yeah, we dogs. do, we do. And honestly, and, I, I didn't want to mess with this because I feel like if I did something else, it was sure. going to mess with this. And, and Jack like, and and Jack and I are talking about like, what do we want to do in the summer? Now, this is on the show sheet that we had. We sure. are going to do this summer a 75th anniversary Browns team for ourselves. Got now, it. how it's going to go down is one of two ways. Either Jack and I are going to make dueling teams of Browns players, which might be a little bit different and more fun. Sure. Or B, we unanimously come up with, like, we haven't figured out what the roster size would be, but like two quarterbacks, four running backs, six wideouts, blah, 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 so mm -hmm. on and so forth, and figure out a roster of the 75th anniversary team because that is this year and it's going to be a big thing with the Browns that is, is something that we are going to be doing probably starting as early as next week that's awesome the quarterback position that's uh, great. so we're excited about that that's going to be different I think with us I mean you know kind of bounce off you I mean like we're still finding our chemistry I mean that's that's yeah. something Jack and I have said like sure it was not going to be an overnight success thing to be at almost 400 plays in nine episodes mm -hmm. and well in eight episodes we're gonna hit 409 which is That's awesome insane. dude browns fans are insane man they I mean, just they love, are. They love their content man. they are the greatest and they if are you would, if you would have told me andy alex you're gonna get maybe 400 listeners in eight episodes yeah i would have thought you were insane i was like after further review was getting maybe 12 to 20 yeah. plays an episode and this was just an idea of like you know, let's throw our name into the podcast ring. Maybe yeah. there'll be a bump. Maybe there'll be. I'll be you guys honest. are doing different things. I'll be honest. I've listened, with you, I've listened Andy, to every episode. You guys are doing things different. You're having fun. Here's, with here's it. the, That's crazy, the most important thing, man. Here's the crazier thing. My old sponsors from years ago have already reached out to ask, would they be willing? That's awesome. Would we be willing to bring them on? I said, I'm not doing this for money right now. I, I want to see where this is going. Do not. And you say it all the time. Like you are back in Alex. I'm trying not to get too involved. Sure. Like, I, and I do best when I honestly <laughs> send it my way. I'll, I'll take a sponsor for the five <laughs> random ass questions. <laughs> I might send them your way. <laughs> Sponsored by. Yeah. Oh my God. You should, you should have asked Ken to have someone send him your way. Yeah. yeah. Someone who they I, can't. I had to play my cards them. right. I had to play my cards right, man. That, 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 that jolly bastard sat down there with me for over two hours, man. I, oh I my God. It's so, that's awesome, man. He's I like me, he, man. I, he, I know he he's, talks. I know, I know he's on our like dream guest list. I know who has said they will do it and I have to reach out to them again. I know there's another one that I have to sure. as well. Um, and I feel horrible and I know I'm just going to say the same lane. If you are listening, I, I I'm really sorry. This whole interview process thing has thrown my whole schedule off to where <laughs> the show is the least. Of oh, my I, concerns yeah, right I, now. I, I, I feel Lane like on. the biggest ass in the world. So lane, if you're listening, I am so sorry. Lane's we, we, def, we, we need you on the show. We need the man behind the curtain on the show. I'm going to reach out to you. It's going to be, hopefully we can make it work very soon. I just need to reach out to him because I'm like, I have to tell you, get back I, to him. Oh, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I had Lane on for episode seven. I listened to it. 
And I tell you, the feedback I got on that episode was incredible. Amazing. Lo- and rightfully so. Lane's a great guy and he's just an interesting dude. Yeah. Because he's because he is like the man behind the curtain, the silent assassin. <laughs> I mean, that's who he is. And he is. And people and that makes him intriguing. Yeah. It does. And people are intrigued by Lane and yes. Bra- Browns fans in, in, in to be specific. How does he know all this? How, how yeah, does he get exactly. He literally so, it's like he's a mole in Berea who knows everything and the Browns still employ him. Yeah, he, he was um he was uh, done well, episode 12 hasn't dropped yet, but through 11 episodes, Lane Lane's episode was the most listened to episode that I've That's done. That's insane. And uh, it's actually by a large margin, too. Oh, my God. Um, that just tells you how much Browns fans are intrigued and interested. Oh, in. yeah. He's a great yeah. dude, too. Love Lane. Awesome. I mean, he is someone, I, someone I can call a friend, too. He's a good yeah. dude. And I can already tell, like, he already supports the pod. We are getting him on here. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, you should, man. That's He's a great. done deal. I just need to figure out a day with him. <laughs> And I'm the asshole who has not gotten back to Lane. So if he changes his mind, I don't blame him. And just understand, I am so busy right now. I'm trying to get this job. I really, really, really want. So what do you what, what do you got on the docket today? What what, what are we diving into? Here, okay, man? so first and foremost, oh god, why do we need to have debates on players on this team every week? What? Why? Well, um, why, why do we want to get rid of one? And I, I mean. I, I think I you're talking about Landry and Julio Jones, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I I, ha, I have opinions on this. Um, oh boy. <laughs> number one, I think there's just this is that time of the year in the Brown season. We're past the draft. We're past free agency. Um, there's no really no training camp yet or OTAs really. You got the rookie rookies in there and all that, but you know May is like the dead month of the Browns calendar, 12, yep. 12 month calendar. It's the dead month. Um, there's not much to talk about. Um, and then when you're talking about Julio Jones, he's one of the, you know, greatest wide receivers of the last 20 years. Yeah. Um, uh, I get it. I just, I wish Brown's Twitter would just chill out though. What, whichever side you're on, whether you think the Browns are better with Julio Jones, or you think the Browns are better with Jarvis Landry. It doesn't really matter to me. What alarmed me from my Twitter timeline the last few days was how much people cared about the person who didn't want Julio Jones or wanted Landry or vice versa. It's like, can we all just like, like it's like, okay, here's an example. I'm not going to say who I'm not going to say who, but I've never, I've never cared for this person who. I guess they're a part of Brown's Twitter. I don't know if they're a writer. I don't even know what the hell this person does. I don't even know. But they've got bold opinions, and they're always rude to people, and they're always talking to people. It's not Pete Smith. It's not Pete Smith. I always want to make that clear. because Okay, I, okay. It, it's not Pete. Say, maybe it's Pete. not Pete. It's not, I like Jeff. He I'm, doesn't I'm, like I'm, Landry. I'm friends with Jeff. It's not Pete. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I need him to be on not the same old Browns. I need but this, <laughs> this other person, like, like all this person has ever done is just been extremely just the way they talk to people, other Browns fans on Twitter, who obviously don't know much about football as said person I'm talking about. And that person knows this, but like the other day, You've got, he, he, they put out a tweet, Sam, like about Landry or Julio and a mother of four replied 
and saying, oh, Jarvis Landry all the way. She just loves Jarvis Landry. Okay. She just loves Landry and I don't blame her. I love Landry too. I love Landry too. Who doesn't? I mean, well, Pete Smith, but who dude? (laughs) Clearly Pete. (laughs) There is others. And I get, look, I get Landry is a a little overpaid. He is. It's to be fair to people. There's no argument to this. (laughs) He's, he's overpaid a little but Hey, it's not a problem now, but that's another story. I I, I want to say who else is overpaid, but I can't say it right now. Damn it. But that's another topic. So this mother of four replies to said tweeter that I'm talking about. And then that person quote tweets this mother of four with just this condescending. I know more. It's it's just condescending and essentially just flexing that they know more about football than this mother of four that tweeted them. It's like, well, no shit. Nothing. Not to say there's mothers of four that can't know a shit ton about football. That's not what I'm saying. This is a situation where this arrogant jerk who knows they know more about football than this mother of four is dunking and flexing on them. Like that's the kind of shit like that. I just don't want to see anymore on Brown's Twitter. Exactly. It's ridiculous. We're winning now. It doesn't exactly. It doesn't. You want to, you want to know the facts, Alex? It doesn't matter if we have Julio or Jarvis next year. It doesn't matter which one. I will take either. Now, is Julio a better player? Sure. Okay, there's the correct answer. <laughs> but Would the Browns probably be better with Julio Jones. Sure. But that's not the point. The point is if exactly. someone wants to be a wants Landry and someone wants Julio, that's okay. Don't beat up the person who wants Julio and don't beat up the person who wants Landry. Exactly. It's that simple. It's that simple. And it's the same thing that goes for the it's, Baker and Rogers situation. You know, it's very oh, similar. Yes. Oh, you know, well, look, is Aaron Rodgers probably the greatest quarterback on the planet right now? Probably. Yeah. Would he win the Browns a Super Bowl over Baker Mayfield in 2021? Probably. I'm not going to, yeah. even as the advocate for Baker Mayfield, and I believe Baker can win and will win a Super sure. Bowl for the Browns. I still say, if you really wanted to win this year, you go get sure. Aaron Rodgers. There's sure. nothing wrong with me as the advocate saying, you want to win this year because Aaron Rodgers I mean, is still the best on the planet right now. You yeah. get the best and pair him with OBJ and Landry and all that, all those weapons and an actual running attack for him. And oh my God, watch what happens. But that doesn't mean Baker Mayfield ain't the answer. No. At quarterback, and that's no. what people were trying to spin it off as. Right, Same thing goes for this is Julio oh. Jones exactly what the Browns probably need at the wide receiver position. Yes, big, tall, fast, effective wide of receiver. He is I mean, exactly dude, what the doctor he's, he's a first ballot Hall of Fame player. And yes, he's, he's, he's only exactly... 32, I think. I think Julio, yeah, 32. 32. And but at the same time, that doesn't mean that Jarvis Landry is straight up garbage. I it's it's and and it's okay. Like it's okay to. Let's, I just want to keep driving this home. It's okay to have an opinion one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, but, I'll take but, a both. I mean, stop. How, how, some of these, some of these, freaking quote unquote experts on Brown's Twitter. They need to start being nicer to people, man. Yes. Because look, I'm not saying they don't know a lot about football. They know a lot. They know more about they football than I do. This, and this, this said person I'm talking about, they definitely know more about football than I do. And I, but I'm, I have enough humility to admit that. 
that's the thing. These 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 freaking experts on Brown's quotation air quotations. I mean, like they just feel the need to let you know how much they do know and by dunking and quote tweeting on a mother of four that just loves Jarvis Landry. Wrong. It's like stop. And is that necessary? No, it's not. It's absolutely not. So okay. It's like I told the guy, I was like, dude, like, dude, no one wants, no one cares, bro. All you're doing, all he's doing is measuring his dick. That's what he's doing. Okay. So we're gonna compare it. it We're gonna compare it to an argument we once had. And you know which argument we're talking about. The Clint Frazier, Andrew Miller argument yes. that we met on. Okay, look, were we both dicks to each other when we did that? Because we were trying to flaunt that we knew more. Yeah. Now, would you argue, knowing me, that at least I, I don't want to like pump myself up or anything, but I know quite a bit about baseball. You know that. Yeah. And so do I. Yeah, I would you say do baseball. Too. You do baseball too. is a sport. I I ins and like strategy ins and outs X's and O's. Baseball is a sport I know more. But you, about. but you know that I go deeper probably than you. Probably, yeah. For okay, sure. that that's but a fair statement. I, but I think, probably, I think I go a little deeper than you realize, though. <laughs> oh, I know. I think at times you do too, because you want to. I think I've kind of nudged you in the few years, like, bro, you might want to look at this, 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 and I know yeah. you'll look into it. And yeah, I think, for sure. I think you're starting to see it, so it's like, yeah, okay. for sure. Because I know you're capable of doing it, Andy. Yeah. I'm just pushing you to another level. You're welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> but we met by arguing about Clint Frazier and Andrew Dream. Miller and all right. that stuff. And I was the one saying, Zimmer, I'm fine with moving at that time. Yeah, of course. And the Frazier, were, though. <laughs> actually, according to reports that I've really? later read, they preferred Zimmer. And I'm not getting I'm not getting into the details of it because it's not a baseball pod. Interesting. Um, but I will say we argued over, I was like, I'm willing to move Zimmer. And you, you, we argued over, well, Alex, if you're willing to move Zimmer, you should be willing to move Frazier. And I think I didn't in that argument deliver home my yeah. driving point, which was Frazier, I believe is the better hitter. Sure. I don't really care much as much about his glove. I can just throw him in right or left and I'm fine with whatever defense yeah. he provides me. All I care about is the bat. Yeah, and I prefer to move him because I project him better as a hitter than Zimmer. If I had said that, I think the argument would have been there for you to go like, oh, he just values Frazier higher mm-hmm. than Zimmer. And that's why he would move Zimmer. Sure. For a for an Andrew Miller and why he's yes. upset yes. about moving Clint Frazier. But at that time, we thought we knew more than the other, and we were treating the other like an idiot because one, right. we, did, we didn't it's, know each other, uh-huh. and, and two, you know, on Twitter, everyone tries to be macho. We're both guilty of it. Sure, no, so, for sure, for sure, and and I, I've just become more conscientious about it. Yeah, I just there's just I don't know. Like I, I still say I, I, I still I, say we I broke even on that trade. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, like if you go back to that, neither trade of us line, won or lost. Or, our biggest need in that trade deadline was, if I'm remembering correctly, bullpen and a bullpen catcher. and catcher. Yes. Yeah, and you know we got one of the best relievers in the game at that point. And let's face it, he almost single-handedly did it. Single-handedly carried us to a God World Series. Damn it, David Ross! Back. Why'd you have to hit that slider? Well, shit. I mean, shit. Three games, dude. Three-one lead. They blew. I it. know, I but mean, if he doesn't hit that, we win. So yeah, I'm just no for sure. But so, I mean, I, there's I a lot I, of what ifs in that what series. What it could have, should it, you know. 
whatever. But I, I just wish Brown's Twitter would be exactly would just be more understanding of one stance or opinion, or just be more aware who they're talking to. And like, you know, like, and I know these guys aren't idiots. These experts, some of some of these, it's, it's only really like one person, one or two people, Yeah, but uh, a handful maybe, but that you, they know that they're conversing with someone on Twitter who knows less, probably knows less about football than them. Yeah. So just be more understanding that the mother of four, from 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 Rocky from Rocky <laughs> Rocky River or wherever. Oh boy, knows or just know that that wife of that mother of four just is a big fan of Jarvis Landry because who the fuck isn't? What yeah. Browns fan who truly is be? Oh my god, Jesus Christ! See, this <laughs> is why this is why I love Stephen Thomas because he openly says he knows nothing. So yeah. he he's humble about it. So that's I, why I love Stephen. I even I. I after this weekend, I've, I've had to like kind of reflect a little bit, even myself. I'm just going to start taking a step back from a lot of things on Brown. Oh, Twitter that's now. what I've done. Uh, like even on it's, our Twitter, it's like I because I, I, I get fired up because I'm the type of person, man. I wear my emotions on my sleeve and I'm not afraid to tell you what I think. Mm -hmm. Whether you're going to like it or not, I'm going to be honest with you and I'm going to tell you what I truly think. But I think sometimes that overtakes um, might be my actions on Twitter sometimes. So I don't want to be in the middle of a lot of this stuff anymore. It, it, yeah. it, 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 it just, it, it's pointless. And you know, at the end of the day, some people are never going to learn, never going to change anyway. No. So it's just, you're just wasting your fucking breath anyway. <laughs> so exactly. But, so at the but end, yes, I would love Julio Jones. Sure. Who wouldn't? And I would and, love and Jarvis I, Landry. Sure. And if you're asking me who I'm picking, I love you, Jarvis, but Julio's exactly what I I've been mean, looking for. But at the same time, I'm going to say this for the record. I am fine with both of them. Odell Beckham looks healthy. You have a speed demon in Anthony Schwartz. Donovan Peoples-Jones yes. is going into year two. Baker's buddy Richard Higgins is back. And you have three tight ends that can do the job. You have the weapons. Yes, oh, you oh, do. Oh, did I forget? Oh, oh, did I forget? You have uh, two running backs in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt who can really take the pressure off. And I, I, I know Dearness Johnson's had some games too. And there's this running back you drafted who's more of a receiving back by the name of Demetri Felton, who I'm going to keep talking about because I'm comparing yeah. him to Aaron Sproles. I'm that high on him. And if he becomes a Darren Sproles, you have unlimited options in this offense that you can run. It doesn't matter if you Sproles, get Julio or not. Sproles might be one of the most underrated offensive oh. players in the history of the NFL. And and he, it, for real. It, he is because he's he became the modern day Eric Metcalf. Yeah. He was and, Eric. Yeah. When everybody talks about how great Darren Sproles is, well, you got to talk about Eric Metcalf because he was Darren Sproles before Darren Sproles. Yeah, he, he was so good uh, as a returner. He was so good of a change of pace back. And then it, you he was so reliable that, like, if your RB1 went down, you, he'd step right in and, and, and give you some quality carries. So, yeah. Yeah. If, 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 if Felton, if Felton turn, turns into something it, like a that. A shell of Darren Sproles, I will be ecstatic. Yeah, and that's why I like the pick. He just yeah. fits that what, so well. What happened on his pro day? 
Uh, he had one of the worst pro days of any pro, like offensive prospects. I, honestly, his if his stats are true, on uh, maybe he's just not a good tester. Maybe it's he's so a, bizarre. I'm just gonna every, say uh, everybody says it. Jerry Rice never tested well. It's true. Well, Jerry Rice never had. It's not like he was gonna come out and run a four four forty. No, I three five forty. No, I, I may have read that he may have been nursing a small injury, but I'm not hundred percent sure on that. Because um, everybody I've talked to, even every, might everything I everything I've seen of people I talk to and I trust, like even might have said Steven, something. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is like people like Stephen Thomas, Jake Burns, and many others, uh, Mike Krupka, who uh, uh, co-hosts the uh, Nothing But The Dogs podcast. Yeah, I've seen him. He, he has some really good threads on Twitter um, yeah. of breakdowns. And they all, all of them are saying like, whatever those times were at his pro day, they just don't match the game. No, they though. don't. They really don't. When you yeah, he, he looks so much faster on 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 film, which is yeah. how, what, <laughs> how is I don't understand it. And you want to know so what? Strange. I'll, I'll I don't take care. Six round. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, it, but anyways, in, in between the two, I don't care. I I think we've sure. said it. I've said. I think we've said the point well enough. Yeah. I think we all need to just shut up and just take everything. You're not even in the betting odds for Julio Jones. Don't no. even talk about it. if. If let's say you needed a wide out, okay, maybe we can talk about this. Sure. You don't need a wide out. You're fine. Odell Beckham will be fine this year. He's probably more motivated than ever because he didn't get to play in these playoffs. And he probably sure. is sitting there all off season going like, if I play in Kansas city, we would have won that game. I, I would not have let us lose that game. And he probably is right. And he, he said we would have gone the AFC championship. We would have beaten the bills and you want to what? Screw it. I would have taken down Tom Brady myself. I would have played two ways just to win a super bowl. Yeah. And I bet you he's more motivated than ever. Cause he sees we're that close and there's nothing more scarier than a truly motivated OBJ. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he's truly motivated because he sees the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, yeah. He, he well, sees why he wanted to come here finally. People can say what they want about o, uh, OBJ. I almost said OJ. People can say what they want about OBJ. Oh, oh, oh. I know. Totally Hello there, Trudoro. You're truly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing you definitely. Uh, OBJ is not stupid. He's not. No. He's, he's very intelligent. You can tell. <laughs> you, you can just tell. He's, He's extremely smart. intelligent individual. So he realizes the situation that he has here in Cleveland right now. Yep. Um, and he's also a realist too. He doesn't, there's no guarantee how long that's going to last. And I don't think he's going to want to take for granted another year playing with his brother, Jarvis Landry. Nope. So I, 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 I would be, and not to mention he has a lot to prove and a lot, a lot to prove for future paydays for uh, Mr. OBJ. Yep. Uh, whether whether that's uh, you know the Browns eventually because you know I think we all agree that they're not going to have a th nearly thirty million dollar wide receiver room. Oh no 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 for, for for much longer than this season. No. Um. So you know, and OBJ again, OBJ is not stupid. He knows all this stuff, so he's playing for a lot, and you know he's got, you know, everything I just said. He's got a lot to play for right now. Yep. He's playing for a chance to go play for Trevor Lawrence next year. That, whoa, whoa, what did I Never say? Know. What did I say? Never oh, may, maybe for a first round pick. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, I mean, Urban Meyer did 
spend a first round pick on yeah. a, a slot receiver running back. So you never know. He might give up a one for OBJ next year. I don't know. I'm just, maybe I'm, well, maybe, maybe that's my hot take of the week right there. Well, here's the thing. If, if, if OBJ has a all pro pro bowl season this year, you know, Oh, everybody's going to come calling 90 plus catches, 1200 plus yards, eight plus touchdowns. I mean, if he has a year like that, which I know we, we all know he is fully capable of when healthy, if he has a year like that, yeah, I would not. I wouldn't shock me if someone offered a one for him. Why not? Wouldn't shock me at all. I think they'd prefer to move Jarvis at that point, but still, doesn't yeah, matter for sure. Um, I'm still hopeful they can restructure with something with Jarvis. Down yeah, the road. I'm hoping to, but I think that's going to be next year at this point. I do um, feel Jarvis is a little under underappreciated from some Browns fans. Are you talking to Pete right there? <laughs> a little bit. I like, look, man, I ain't got I love Pete. Pete. I love Pete, but you know, I ain't I'll, got I'll dog on him. I, like I said, I think I tweeted the other day. I just, I wish he was a little kinder to people sometimes on Twitter. That's all. Yeah. That's all it. right. Um. So we've had enough. I think of the Jarvis. Uh, Hulu. Yeah. So every year I do this. Now I'm going to ask Andy, which way would you prefer me to do it first? I say we always do it the realist way. Okay. Which is the schedule game. Yes. So there are two ways we do it because you want to know what I stole it from Riz and I really do not freaking care that I stole it from Riz. I do his comical version as well. Okay. So we'll do the realist version first. Okay. So, and then we'll compare notes because Normally in the in the comedic version we go sixteen and zero or something, and this year sure. I don't even know if that's comedic anymore. But we'll find out. All right. So week one, your Cleveland Browns go to Kansas City. My client Baker Mayfield goes one on one with my client Patrick Mahomes. Oh boy, I have no idea how I'm. Ah, uh, am I going to be a realist here? Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I, the streak continues. Um, they are going to lose in Kansas city. And here's why the defense is going to take time to gel and work yeah, together. Absolutely, absolutely. I am not expecting this defense week one to stop Tyree kill Clyde Edwards Hilaire in season two, maybe even better than what he was in season one, which, which was solid. So he could be sure. Good. Plus other weapons that they have, Travis Kelsey, uh, Miko Hardman gets slept on a lot with because of his speed. Yeah. Yeah. The guys in Kansas City have a ton of talent, and their O line has been revamped, and it's I still mean, good. I'd argue it's arguably better than last year. The defense is solid, maybe a little bit suspect in some areas, but I expect the Browns to lose in Kansas City. So the streak continues, but you want to know what? That's what Roger Goodell wants. Yes. Maybe. That's why they did this. That's exactly why. They want the streak to continue. They yeah. need some form of Cleveland misery. And that is, well, they can't win week one of a season. <laughs> and that, and that, you know, you know, Roger, it's why I hate him. That, that's why I hate this guy so much. Uh, week two, the Cleveland Browns come to town where Davis Mills will be the quarterback for the Houston Texans because, God. Oh, I've got the Browns upsetting Kansas City in week one, by the way. Ooh. I do. I would love to see that. I just am going to be a realist right now. I got a funny feeling, dude. 
a funny, just a funny feeling. Ask me in like August how I feel. It's gonna, tell you, it's gonna change. What you said about the defense not being gelled by then, that being the Browns D, I agree. But I could say the same for Kansas City's offensive line as well. That is true. That is very true. I I, I would. I don't know why, it. dude. I just have a funny feeling. I would love to see it. No, no insight. No, just a gut. I do. I have a gut feeling they're going to shock the world in week one. Wow. Okay. I'll take it. Week two, Houston comes to Cleveland. By God, they're going to murder them. Guess who will be there for that game? You will, Andy. Yeah, it'll be my first Browns game since the 2000. So do we do it? Do we do a not the same old top dogs uh, tailgate or something? Something we'll have to figure out something. Jack, get hit me up. We got to figure yeah, that out. I'm looking forward to it. My dad and I are, are, are gonna go together. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, it's the first Browns game I've been since the, you know what's ironic? It's the first game I've been to since the home opener in the 2008 season. Whoa, yep. wow, I've been out west all these years, so I don't make it back too often. True, but, that that but that but, long, uh, damn dude, damn, welcome home. Welcome, and there was a lot of hype obviously for that season Derek uh, Anderson yeah yeah new contract everything oh god Braylon Edwards yeah. oh damn it uh but yeah I got the Browns absolutely slaughtering the Texans uh I my hot take for the year is the Texans will go 0-16 this year yeah I could almost say it's a lock because Davis- wait, no I went to the 06 season it was 06 Oh, so the Saints. So that was Braylon's first game where the first play they got the touchdown that was called back. Oh, yes. It was, I remember. I actually have a funny story. Wasn't Charlie Fry the quarterback that game? Yes. Your first play, it was a touchdown and it was got called back. And I was, I remember this because I'm in show choir. I'm in high school. So I'm in my show choir. We had practice on a Sunday and I was so bleeping mad they called us in on a Sunday afternoon when the Browns are playing their first game so the choir director and I go into this in this classroom where they had a TV we got the game on first play see the touchdown he and I are going crazy and we see flag and it was holding on the offense and I looked and I said I sent the dog I I said that I said that I said right to him I was like and that's our season right there. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure the game ended. Uh, Browns were driving. No, that was Trent Dilfer. You're right. It was Dilfer. Oh, I my think, God. It was yeah, Dilfer you're right. on the first. Oh, my God. I, th- I think you're right. It was Dilfer. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, I think it was Romeo Cornell flipped a coin. Yes. Uh, no, that was the Trump. next year. No, it was the next year. Was that did. the next year? Yeah. Okay. Um, but the the... I remember the game ended on an interception on a dropped pass by Braylon Edwards. It was uh, went through his hands and tipped to the. Gosh uh, the darn it, Braylon! Yeah, it. it was a drop for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, they were driving. They were like a midfield, maybe just inside. But yeah, what what game are we on now? Houston like week three. So Houston a blowout. Uh, yeah, and they're going on. Six. I got them winning that one too. Yeah. yeah. So I got them one and one so far. Now the Browns stay home and the Chicago Bears, led by Justin Fields, if they have not gone to him already, which they should. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna have the Browns wing this game because Justin Same. Fields is gonna need time 
to get acclimated. I think this is when this defense starts to gel. They get that first sure. win under their belts. Confidence is there. They And I think this is a game where JOK really becomes unleashed, and we see how big of a difference he's going to be this year in this defense. It's going to be so a huge one. It's going to be huge. Uh, we, Let me ask you this. Is yeah. he a linebacker or safety? It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he's a safety or a linebacker. I'll, I'll, get, line, I'll tell you what, what what about he's a safety backer i'll take it i don't give a fuck anymore <laughs> safety backer that is a new position in the nfl created by andy lytle ladies and yes gentlemen. a safety, safety backer. backer or oh. a line safety whichever one you prefer i don't really care whichever one yeah <laughs> uh he's whatever i got him being the bears whatever. too i got the browns at three and oh right now oh my goodness and then they go up to minnesota which this will be an interesting game. tricky. This is a trick game. Because Honestly, again, this is the trickiest game. Because I did the scheduled game with uh, Caitlin Marshall and Brittany Mollis as well. I'm not saying I Browns. haven't caught up to that episode. My bad. And, <laughs> Busy and no, you're fine. But this was the game when I first looked at the schedule that I had the hardest time predicting. But go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I, my group chat from work just said something. No, you're fine. I need to respond to this. Oh, oh Lord. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, my God. Oh, oh no. It's so it, it's weird in our group chat at work. We talk about like uh, who people are crushing on. And yeah. I'm the only one that has no one in this group because I'm like, I'm focused on my damn work. You all can That's do this. Right. And so <laughs> the one I can't really say because if anyone listens, no, you can't. Fine. I can't out them. But it's just like, oh, it's so freaking funny. <laughs> I wish I could say, but I'm pretty sure one of the people's gonna find this pod. And listen, oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Nope, I'm not saying names. I'm not saying anything. Oh God, that's great. Oh, that's that's the exact text I needed today. Uh, people are gonna go like, what the f? This show is so far off the rails. Yeah, and that was the point of today. I yeah, needed absolutely. it. I need the distraction, damn it. Um, October 3rd, week four at Minnesota. Yes, Minnesota. I got the Browns winning. I think this is a game where the run defense comes together and Joe Woods completely flusters Kirk Cousins. Yep. Either Kirk Cousins is amazing or he's terrible. This is this is this is an interesting game too because this is Stefanski's return to Minnesota. Yes, it is, and so I think, you got some storylines there. And I think Stefanski is going to uh, have some motivation here. I do too. I also think Minnesota is going to know Stefanski quite well. Oh yeah, yeah, he will definitely know. What's Look, I don't think I don't think the Browns are going to lose a lot of games this year. <laughs> Dare I say five or less, four <laughs> or less uh, losses. This is one I gave him a loss here just because I had to pick a few games. Yeah. Well, That's it. The lo- I, I, honestly, <laughs> and not to mention it was traditionally, traditionally Minnesota is a tough place to play tradition. It was one of three. It was one of three here at the beginning and it goes to next week, the chargers. Yes. And for me, I love what the chargers are building. Yeah. I, I just really got done talking do. to Ken Carmen. He loves the Chargers. What I love what loves. they're doing, and in LA and everything. I hate to do this. I have the Browns losing this game. Mm-hmm. I think Justin Herbert plays a great game. I think they sure. balance out their what. What they're good at is they balance out their strengths 
and sure. make you forget their weaknesses. And it all mm-hmm. comes down to is Austin Eckler healthy? If he's healthy, this team is lethal. Yeah, 100%. It's hard to cover Keenan Allen no matter who you are. And he's another one has got to be healthy too. Yes. If he's their had, guys are healthy, their, their problem's always been health. And yeah. if you have Joey Bose healthy, if all their pieces are healthy, yeah. this yeah. is a loss. Ask me in August, like Kansas City, mm-hmm. how this is going to look. Now, and I may have a different answer for you. I think the, it's funny because I think the Browns and the Chargers are kind of in similar spots as as organizations they're kind of similar teams kind of um young talented i do however i think even when the chargers are at full health i think the browns have more talent for them i do yeah absolutely and i also think baker mayfield's weird when it comes to this stuff and in a good way i'm not saying that in a negative way he's very weird about certain things i could just see him going oh yeah you got my rookie touchdown record all right mother effer I'll show oh, you. I could see Baker coming in like that too. Oh, like my gangbusters God. wanting wanting oh. to just light it the f up. I could so, see that too. I actually have the Browns winning this game. Okay, so you have them what four and one? I have them at three and two. Yes, four and okay. one. Okay. Uh, the next week the Browns come home. They face Arizona. A weird team. Weird team. Their defense. Lots of what talent. Do they, what do they have in the secondary? Is my question. That is a good question. I, I, I honestly You've answered my question. That's yeah, why I'm I, picking it, the Browns. It could, it should have been Greg Newsom, but they didn't take him. <laughs> I mean, I will say a trio of Zayvon Collins, JJ Watt, Chandler Jones is yeah. scary. No, it, it, it's but, pretty scary. But again, you should have taken a corner and they really haven't addressed it. No, they, uh, who they have. Like, uh, it's not Keanu, it's Buddha Baker, Buddha. Yeah. And yeah. He's great. I mean, I love him. I, lo- I loved him coming player. out of college. Yeah, very um, good player. I, I, I mean, I had a song for him and everything, but no, it's fine. You didn't <laughs> want to take him. Uh, I love him. Yep. But this secondary is just. Eh. Yep. I, and, and, and Baker mention, lights it up. And Arizona's got to travel all the way here. Oh, that's a long way. Even though we, I just went to LA to beat the Chargers and the Browns traveled a long way, but you, you got to win here. Arizona? Yes, I got to win. Same. Big same. And again, it comes down to me. I just think the Browns have more talent. I do. Mm-hmm. Both sides of the football. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then the next week, the Browns face the Broncos. Yeah. Now, the million-dollar question I'm going to ask you is, is Aaron Rodgers in a Broncos uniform or not? No. Browns win. I have a W the, here as well. The the Broncos are uber talented. If they, they find they a, a way, great defense. I, I I'm telling you, this team they could be is dangerous. Dangerous defensively, yeah. scary. Yeah, and not to mention they have a great young wide receiver core there. Exactly. Very, very talented wide receiver room. Letting go. Of Phil, I mean, I love what they did in the draft. They're one of my three favorite drafts. Yeah, I love what they did. There was not a miss. Yeah, Denver in that entire is entire draft. Denver seems to very much be building something here. I think they're just like a lot of teams over the years. They just, the one last position they got a nail is. I, I mean, and that's where yeah, not against, not against and lot, that's where the lot, non, but. and that's where the non-pick of fields confuses me. Uh, look, I love Patrick Sertan. I didn't get I it. I love it. If you're I mean, not getting, get you're that, not getting Aaron Rodgers, if you're not getting Aaron Rodgers, and honestly, if you are getting Aaron Rodgers, why sure. the F are you not getting 
Justin Fields. Could you imagine if they took Justin Fields, how easy an Aaron yeah. Rodgers deal would be? Yeah. I was surprised when they didn't take a quarterback. I mean, I, I don't, but I guess, I guess I wasn't maybe now looking back on that day. Cause that, that Rogers stuff dropped that morning. So maybe I was not as surprised, but uh, we'll if see. that rod, yeah, we'll see. I don't, I, I think Rogers just ends up playing in green Bay another year. I really do. And if that's the case, thank God. Thank yeah. God. No, I don't want to go to Denver. <laughs> no way. No. I, I got to do it to L. I got to do it to Elway this time too. Yeah. Gosh darn this son of a, this horse yeah, mf I'm right there with you. I got, I got the Browns uh, winning on Thursday night football. So you have them at six and one. I'm at five and two. Yep. Uh, and then the Steelers. Yep. In Cleveland, win. Yeah, win. that's gonna be on. That's the Halloween game. I'm gonna try very, very hard to come back for that game as well. Please dress as uh, as uh, Jason. <laughs> I can confirm to you whatever I do do. Uh, it will be a brown. He said doo doo. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It will, whatever I do, it will be a Browns inspired horror icon costume. That's a, that's what I can tell you. If You're I coming as pumpkin nut? <laughs> no. 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 I will you say the horror. You set that up. You set now, that up. Now, I, I will say that the horror, the, the, the horror movie Pumpkinhead is a lot better than Pumpkinhead the Brown Superman. I will say. Yeah, that. we're not going to get into that. <laughs> We're not going down that rabbit hole, Andy. Not today. Another time when you're on. Let's go down that rabbit. But I'm I'm right there with you. I I, I think we're still in the Steelers' head, as you said earlier. I got them winning on yes. Halloween as well. Okay. Also, if anyone's going to the game with the Macho Fan, we need you to dress up as uh, the orange and brown Hulk Hogan. Perfect. So the orange and brown Hulkster, and we need a Ric Flair in an orange and brown robe. We need this. We need it to happen. It makes us the greatest fan base in the world. Andy, you know how brilliant that is. You know well, how amazing. They had a name. What was the name every so often when Hogan? Mega and, Powers. Mega Powers. That's right. When Hogan and Savage. Oh, yeah. The Mega Powers. The Macho Man and Hulk Hogan in the building, man. And we are the Mega Powers, man. Yeah. yeah. I do a Slim Jim. Not to get too far off track, but that my, Randy Savage was so good at promos. Oh, God. He, he, he was cream great. always rises to the top. To the top. Yeah. <laughs> he was so good. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Good. Now you've heard the macho man pressure. Everyone's gonna be sick. <laughs> in my very humble opinion, one of the best wrestlers ever at doing promos. Ever. Oh, oh, one of the best. Love, love macho. Without a doubt. Um, all right. After the Steelers, Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Yeah, Kentucky. Very simple. Right? Be- yeah, Cincinnati. Very simple. You did not address your O-line. No. Miles Garrett is going to kill Joe Burrow. Win. And it, it, it's quite possible Joe Burrow, I think Caitlin Marshall said it on my episode where, uh, where we had the schedule game that Joe Burrow might be dead by here by this game. Oh, he might, he might, be, might be alive. I, I'm just um, saying, Derek, David Carr had so much potential coming out of college yeah, when he was on the Texans. He did. If Tony Baselli does not have the career ending injury, that yeah. whole career may sure. be an entirely different story but because he had no o-line he was killed like tim couch but i would say david carr was the better prospect than tim couch sure things could have been so much different i cannot wait i cannot cannot wait for the alternate browns history episode where the browns take the ricky williams trade 
because yeah. it was offered. We don't know the details. I can only speculate because it was number one. But that episode, I'm going to tell you, somehow the Browns still get Tim Couch. Yep. I, I don't know how. Uh, or he's at least on the board. He is at least on the board. Sure. And the Browns the next year get a tackle. And if you guys know about the 2000 draft, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And you're like, ooh, we would have loved him to protect him, Couch. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Protecting his blind, sir. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't want to do the whole show as a macho man. I can't. I know people are going like, it's actually not half bad, but like, no, I can't it's do it. pretty good. It's, it's half good. decent. It's half decent. I give myself some. I think it's good. Um. Anyways, moving on to week four. Well, the November 14th game against the New England Patriots. Yes. Do they have a quarterback? Who is their quarterback right now? They have a few there. <laughs> well, who is their quarterback at this game? I, I mean. I'm going to say no. it's Mac. Probably. I don't know though. Is Bill? I, don't, I can see Bill kind of coddling him a little bit. I can see it. He is old school. He might give him a year. I can uh, see it, and I still think that's where Julio ends up because he and Cam are trying to play together. And we'll yeah, see. we'll see well, if I, that goes down. If that's I the would, case, I, I would think Cam Newton starts. I would think it would be Cam Newton here because I don't think you bring back Cam Newton unless you plan on playing. Yeah, exactly. So um, I got the Browns winning here. I think they Same. finally get over Bill Belichick's shadow here. I do and too. Finally stick it to him in Gillette Stadium, avenging the uh, Foxborough screw job of 2013, which I'm still not over. So, gosh, damn it. It was, oh, no, it wasn't. I got to win it here. Oh, oh I know. I got to win it here too. Um, but. Let's not kid ourselves. This is this there, you know, don't get too cocky, Browns fans. No, this is a trap uh, game. Foxborough's yeah, Foxborough's never an easy place to play, ever. Nope. And Bill will have the whether they're a eight nine team or a uh twelve and five team, Bill will have them ready to play. Oh, yeah, play, he will. And they're gonna play hard and they're gonna play smart. Yes. So exactly, you know, but I do have the Browns winning this game as well. Okay. Moving I don't have on. the Browns losing a lot, spoiler alert. Yeah, I know. I only have two losses right now. We're at what? 10 and two. Wait, hold on a minute. I'm at eight and two, eight and two. And I'm at nine and one. (laughs) And we both have the Browns wing the next game because that's the Detroit Lions. We're probably going like three and 13 this year. Absolutely. Only, only fear I have is if if, if the Lions try to bite chunks of our players' bodies off and, and, and Dan Campbell (laughs) might make them do that. You know, we'll see. Barring a zombie attack from, from the Detroit Lions, I have the Browns winning this game as well. Yep, I have them winning as well. And then the next week, they go to Baltimore. Sunday night football under the lights. I want to pick the Browns. Yeah. But that's coming two weeks later. Yeah, the I'm Browns right there with lose. Yeah, I'm right and there And then come you. back two weeks later and avenge this loss in Cleveland. I have That been... second Ravens game is the defining moment it's 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 gonna i think that 
week four, and I ha- I have them losing at Baltimore in week twelve as well. And then we have mm-hmm. a bye in week thirteen. And as you said, we the way this schedule works out, we play Baltimore back to back weeks. Basically, you can fix what you screwed up. And not to mention, absolutely, and not to mention, while we're on bye in week thirteen, Baltimore is going to be having a dog fight with the Steelers. So. Yeah, I like I'm I'm right there with you. I like I like the I like the Browns to split here in week 12 and week 14 with Baltimore. Win yep. uh, and lose on the road and win. Being being Baltimore is that next step. You got to beat them. Yeah. Now. You're going to hate me for this and I will understand. But the emotions of beating Baltimore, close game, they get caught by Oakland. <laughs> I by Vegas. Isn't this kind of a revenge game though? <laughs> It kind of is, but I tell actually, you, hold I, on, hold on. It's December 18th. Is it snowing bad or not? I bet it will be shitty weather. Browns win. Because here's the thing. that Defense that, is better than last year. Their defense sure. is not as good. No. Um, they've taken off some of their O-line. They've not addressed it. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to flip it and say the following weeks that catch them. Because here's where I'm at with this game. And I, and I know, I don't even know this, but I know it. I know if Kevin Stefanski could have one game back last year in the it regular season, one. I believe it would be this Raider game. And we all love Kevin Stefanski. I think he's a great coach. He's the best coach we've had since 1999. I'm willing to say that. And that's, I believe that to be that's true. I believe that to be true. But I will say the worst game I've ever seen him coach was that Raider game last year. It's there's something when it's shitty weather and the Raven, Raiders are in town. I don't know. Like that should work. To, and then I get it. The Raiders are a heavy, heavy run team. And that's what they do. But they've lost a lot in the old on, man. They're hanging out in the desert. And you bring them into those elements. Yep. And you just let them run it down your throat. And you, you, Kevin got pass happy that game way too early. One of the worst called games I've ever seen from Kevin Stefanski, and there's not many. Uh, yeah. For the most part, he calls a great game. I think we all can agree. But this was the one game that I know still sticks with Kevin. I think he even mentioned something recently in an interview he did. This game still kind of sticks with him a little bit. So okay. I see I see the Browns coming out, and Kevin Stefanski is going to be maybe a little bit more prepared for this. Yeah. One. So, all right. I flipped it have them beating the Raiders now because the shape yeah. conditions, but they do lose on Christmas to the Packers. If Aaron Rodgers is playing, if sure. not, this is a blowout. It's a Christmas party bonanza for the Browns. Yeah. And Aaron, they yeah. went Aaron Rodgers is, is still at, at this point on the, on the Packers. So I will judge this game as if he is going to be a Packer. And I have the Browns losing a close one here on Christmas day as well. And then the next week on Monday, the third Monday night football, the Browns at the squealers and the Browns sweep the squealers. Yep. Same here. And Ben Roethlisberger goes up to the podium after the game and says, next week is my final week in the NFL. The Browns have broke broken me. I cannot be their bitch. I retire. I retire. I can't beat him anymore. Yeah, I've, and all I've got of Pittsburgh weeps because weep. they they realize the Browns have taken over. And then the final week, <laughs> the Browns at home against the Bengals. <laughs> Who knows what ex- quarterback they're on by this point? <laughs> I think they're fighting for the divisional title. The Browns will have something to play for. Sure. And I have the Browns winning. 
and locking up the division title for the AFC North. The what first, record? Is, which record do you have? So I have two, four, uh, eight, ten, thirteen, and four. Okay, I'm right almost there with you. I I got a little more zealous. I got him going fourteen and three. Well, we haven't gotten into the comedic version, Andy. Yeah, that's true. We haven't gotten there yet. That was that's just true. a realistic version. Yes. I, I hope we're all ready for the comedic version because, gosh darn, uh, <laughs> it gets crazy. Because first and foremost, guys, Urban Meyer in the preseason so far over said the Browns win in a complete blowout. Everybody's asking for Urban's head week one in the preseason. Yes. And then the next week, the Giants fired Dave Gettleman because the Browns beat him down the preseason as well. Everything's out of control. And then week three of the preseason, the Falcons have a 30 to nothing lead. And they still blow it. At this time, uh, who's the third string quarterback on the team? I can't remember. Whoever the freak the third string quarterback is, he pulls a Tom Brady and the Browns trade. They trade away. Oh my God. I'm so lit by this. I, I forgot our backup quarterback's name. Right. Oh my God. I, now I, I know we have to... Case Keenum, but now Case Keenum, they trade Case yeah. Keenum midweek for a second round pick. To the Texans because they need a quarterback because Teron oh Taylor is injured and Davis Mills ain't ready. So the Browns have a second round pick. Oh, Andrew Barry looks like a genius every day. Whoever that third string quarterback is got the Browns another second round pick. Absolutely. Well, well week one, the Browns go to Kansas City and believe it or not, uh, <laughs> Well, Pat Mahomes pulled his hamstring before the game, and Chad Henney is going to be playing the home opener. Uh, Pat Mahomes can't go. Revenge and, on Henney game? I like it. The Browns not only take his head off, but Daniel Sorensen's head off, and the Browns completely decimate the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Browns are ordained after week one, the Super Bowl champs. Baker Mayfield throws five touchdowns four to Odell Beckham Jr. The fourth, the fifth one, a screen to Anthony Schwartz that goes 90 yards to the house. The Browns are proclaimed the Super Bowl champs. They're already going to be facing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. It's going to be lit. Cleveland doesn't know what to think. Week two, the Houston Texans. Um, sadly, Terod Taylor is uh, injured. Can't play. Davis Mills isn't ready. He looks like a bum of a third round pick and Case Keenum's their quarterback. Well, because of that Case Keenum, you know, as he left Cleveland, Baker said, Hey man, I did you a solid. I'm making you a starter one more time. Need do me a solid one time. And Case Keenum doesn't even show up to the stadium. He just doesn't show up. He's like, I ain't playing this team and they don't have a quarterback on the team. So the, so the Texans, forfeit the rest of their games for the rest of the year to guarantee an 0 and 16 season Not a bad where they will have the number one pick in the draft and they eventually trade Deshaun Watson for less than what they wanted but absolutely hey, that's what you get Browns are 2-0 and week three the Chicago Bears come into town the Bears and they're still starting Andy Dalton <laughs> the red rifle throws five interceptions three yes three to Greg Newsom. 
They don't want to throw to Denzel Ward, and this is Greg Newsom's coming out party. They don't need an offense because Greg Newsom has three touchdowns today off interceptions. It's insane. The Browns look like they have the greatest team ever assembled, and Baker Mayfield throws four touchdowns in this game. Nick Chubb runs for two more. The Browns all together have scored nine touchdowns in this game. It is amazing. The Browns decimate the Bears and the and everyone in the NFL is like, yeah, who's beating the Browns? Like, uh, and Colin Cowherd actually goes on a long vacation because he cannot comprehend what's going on. He actually oh goes God. away. And Joy Taylor is oh now the host God. of the herd. Uh, it's crazy. Insanity. Week uh, four against the Vikings. The Browns go up to Minnesota and Kevin Stefanski basically makes a bet with Mike Zimmer. If I win, I'm the captain. Now you retire. You bow sure. down to the throne. And you want to what? Give Captain Kirk some credit here. You got to give him some credit. He put up a great game and he he yelled at halftime up 14. You like that. You like that. And Baker said, <laughs> and Baker walks back onto the field and he grabs his crotch and he's pointing at Kirk Cousins. He throws seven touchdowns in the second half and he just flips him off as he walks off the field he takes the vikings flip like, and he plants in the middle of the field and he says you oh like that goodness gracious kirk cousins, kirk cousins goes to the woods never to be heard from again mike zimmer retires from the nfl in complete embarrassment and the browns are four and oh now the chargers now we got to be real here we got to give them a loss somewhere <laughs> and the Browns, you want to what? They're in LA. COVID restrictions are off, and it is LA after all. They party a little it's bit true. too hard. Baker does throw four touchdowns, but he throws four picks. So, and unbelievably, they are four of the seven picks he will throw all year. He will throw seven all year. So, three the rest seven. of the way. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. No, no, we're getting crazy here. We're getting real crazy. Baker takes that Aaron Rodgers step, baby. Uh, <laughs> he takes the Aaron Rodgers mold. He's like, oh, you want Aaron Rodgers? No, you got Baker fucking Mayfield. That's what you I, I am most certainly here for all of this. Yes. And the Browns do lose, unfortunately. Justin Herbert uh, sneaks it in uh, with 30 seconds to go. Uh, but he does get decked by Malik Jackson kind of has a bloody nose. It's kind of an iconic uh, shot uh, from here on out for the chargers. You know, Hey, we beat the Browns and everybody's starting to question. Colin Cowherd comes back. The next thing goes like, see, I told you about the Browns. Well, the next week, the Arizona Cardinals come into town and Kyler Murray, you know, great talent, but yeah. JOK is all over the place to the sure. point where Kyler Murray can't run around. He's just throwing <laughs> interceptions. He throws seven interceptions in this game. It's insanity. Wow. In fact, it is so bad. JJ mean Joe Woods defense. Oh my God. It's insanity. Greg Newsom has two. Greg Ward has two of his own. John Johnson has three. It's they don't know what to do. It's so bad. JJ Watt demands a trade to the Browns after the game and they just leave him in Cleveland and he joins the Browns for the playoff run. The Browns like have JJ Watt, Miles Garrett, Tack McKinley and company. 
and in clowning. And, My and, goodness. And, and in his first press conference, Tony says, why did you demand a trade to the Browns? Why didn't you just sign here? And JJ says, you want to know what? I was kind of an idiot chasing the money. And then I see what Cleveland's building here. And it's fucking awesome here. And, you know, <laughs> we're going to win a fucking Super Bowl, man. And you want to yeah. know what? I'm playing tight end, too. They, they actually are going to run me in some goal line situations, which comes into play the next week when Horseface comes to town. Uh, John Elway actually is playing quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Drew Locke is so bad. John bad. Elway has to come out of retirement says there's only one man that can come into Cleveland and beat the Browns. And it's John Elway, baby. And miles Garrett says, you sure about that? First play breaks his leg. Oh, awesome. And he's an old man. Now he's getting up there. You want to know he can still probably sling the ball a little. Oh, I gosh. he probably he, could, God, but what an arm he had. And what happens next is insanity because one of his old linemen are so mad of him, they pull his helmet off and they hit him in the face with it. They break his horse face. And Miles Garrett looks at the ref and says, See, I didn't do it. That wasn't me. You saw it wasn't me that did it. And that isn't Mason Rudolph there, guys. Sure. And the NFL officially apologizes to Miles Garrett and releases the tapes after the games, after the Browns Beautiful. win a big game. And Mason Rudolph now hides as Pittsburgh comes to Cleveland. How fitting the tapes come out. Mason uh, Rudolph comes to town and guess what? Ben Roethlisberger has been forced to retire because his arm literally fell off. His arm cannot put up with it. So Mason Rudolph is literally MIA. No one knows where he is, but he actually is disguised in the Muni lot, thinking if he just blends in with the fans, no one will recognize sure. him. Sure. Well, the Browns fans do recognize him, and they all kick his ass. As a group, we all collectively kick his ass and piss on him because he's a Steeler. And guess what? The Steelers just forfeit. They're like, we don't have a quarterback. We're not getting embarrassed to you guys again. Yeah, we're, we're just going to get on the bus and go home. <laughs> and they cut Mason Rudolph that day. So the Steelers just are like, yeah, we're done. We're done. So the Steelers now, uh, it, it, all of a sudden, the Browns are just insane right now. <laughs> and we go to Cincinnati, where on a tackle from Tack McKinley, Joe Burrow's leg, his knee literally rips in two. His the <laughs> bottom half of his leg falls off. And he is forced it's to retire on four. It's, it's not, not his, his fault. fault. Definitely not his fault. And all of Cincinnati riots and the Brown fans and the Brown. They don't even have a training facility. <laughs> the Brown family is forced to sell the Bengals for ruining the greatest quarterback they probably have ever had. Yeah. And not protecting hey, them. The don't, NFL don't, forces the sale. Don't sell boomers short now. Yeah. Don't. Okay. Uh, you want a boomer gone to the Super Bowl. So Good quarter, great, quarterback. Yeah, great quarterback. Great quarterback. Yeah. But I will say. The Browns are forced to sell, uh, and that would be that of that era. And Bengal fans everywhere rejoice. Yes, absolutely. We did you a favor, Cincinnati. You're welcome now. We uh, did. And also because of this, because they're so mad at Cleveland, they actually go to Governor DeWine and actually annex themselves from the state of Ohio and join the state of Kentucky. They are now Cincinnati, like Kentucky, ladies and gentlemen, they I are like gone. It. The ugly sister is gone from Ohio. Thank God. <laughs> Thank you. 
I've always I've always said that they are the Cincinnati is basically the capital of Kentucky, pretty much. Pretty much. Close uh, next week in New England. Oh boy, the hoodie's back. Oh boy, the hoodie is here. But before the game, guess what? He was caught deflating the footballs again. <laughs> what are you doing? They're in a divisional race. They need to win this game. He knew he wasn't going to win, so he was caught deflating the balls. He's caught right-handed. Bill Belichick is banned from the NFL for life. Holy. He's done. He was caught deflating footballs forever. And the Patriots go out with Josh McDaniels as the new head coach and get absolutely slaughtered. Bill must go. Bill Bill must must go. go. I'm having flashbacks to my my years attending Browns. Yes. Well, he is banned from the league and erased from the history books altogether. And Tom Brady (laughs) says, yep, not my problem. And takes a sip of his tea and calls it a day. Then the next week, the the Cleveland Browns hosted Detroit lions where it's funny. The, the lions are actually coming in to actually bite heads off. But here's the thing. The O-line is so good. Led by Jedrick (laughs) Wills. Yes. They just tame the lions that you want to let they're like little cats out there. They just say, Hey, roll over. And they, they rolled over yeah. and the Browns All roar, no bite, man. Oh yeah. And they roll over and the Browns put up 100 on them. It's nice. amazing. Yeah. Nick it. Chubb with seven touchdowns in this game, <laughs> seven. They, all they said is, Hey, roll over. Half of them are 90 yard runs. All well, he does is, he wasn't well, really in fantasy that day. It, well, he wasn't even really running. He was just walking, you know, because they just said, hey, <laughs> roll over, kitty. And they rolled over. Oh, how nice of you, Detroit. They're actually in the running for a quarterback next year in the draft. So I can understand why they're they're tanking at this point. So thanks, Detroit. We'll thank you later. All right. The Browns go to Baltimore. And Sunday night football. Here's the thing. Baker Mayfield's pissed about last year yeah and should have won that game. It, it's a close game and this is the most realist i'm going to be he has the final drive of the game and he gets a 50 yard touchdown on the dime to anthony schwartz to win oh the game with oh 20 seconds to go and baltimore fans don't know what to think yeah, they're like, you want to? We'll beat the Steelers because they don't have a quarterback. Mason Rudolph sure. recovering from the emotional trauma that he just suffered in Cleveland a few weeks ago. You know, getting beat up and pissed on. You know, hey, you know what? He kind of deserved it. Uh, and you know, on what? We'll be back to beat the Browns. Well, two weeks later, Browns fans haven't forgotten last year. They find out where the Ravens are staying, and they put laxatives in the entire Baltimore Ravens food. (laughs) And they will not leave the hotel because they're all crapping their brains out and the Ravens have to forfeit and the Browns win. (laughs) Lamar Jackson's like, I ain't coming to Cleveland. There it is. Yep. And and when when uh the uh Ravens general manager uh comes to Steve the Browns troll him by the song being played sitting on the toilet sitting on the toilet perfect <laughs> and the Browns still have only lost one game to the Chargers which go freaking figure they go to L A and party too hard all right uh the Raiders come to Cleveland 
And well, Chucky, Chucky, Chucky. He lays the biggest egg of his career. Just, you can tell he's overmatched. And, and Davis comes down, he fires him at halftime. But he realizes he doesn't have a good replacement, so he rehires him to a new 10-year contract at halftime after he fires him. It's a Billy Martin case. It is. And the Browns still win, and he fires him at the end of the game anyways. <laughs> he fires him, then rehires him, then fires him again. The Browns win. I love, the Raiders. I love now, all of this. Now the Green Bay Packers. Oh, boy. I don't even know where to begin with this one. Look, Aaron Rodgers is on the team, but at the same time, he's actually filming Jeopardy. He's actually playing and filming Jeopardy at the same time. But here's the thing. There's a huge snowstorm on his way back from filming Jeopardy. And he's trapped in LA. He can't get back to Green Bay. And he's like, well, I can't do this virtually. So uh, Jordan, here's your chance. Jordan Love plays the worst game ever recorded by an NFL quarterback. Oh my. And interceptions. Ooh. Denzel Ward. Three, Not good, kids. Three interceptions for Denzel Ward. Two more for Greg Newsom, who's leading the NFL in interceptions. One <laughs> by Miles Garrett. Two by JOK. I'm not even going on with the rest because I've lost count of how many interceptions are thrown. The GM is literally thrown out of the facilities by the fan owners. Yes. And Aaron Rodgers comes back and is named the general manager of the green Bay Packers. And he releases Jordan love <laughs> as his first move and says, look at me. I'm your quarterback forever, bitch. Perfect. And he never drafts a quarterback. He drafts weapons and they're a threat to the Browns the next year. So, yeah, All we'll, right. be back. we'll be back to that in 2022. I like it. Uh, the next game is against the Squealers. And Monday night football. At this point, Jordan Love was picked up by the Steelers because of what happened with Aaron Rodgers. True. And Jordan Love throws 10 more interceptions again. <laughs> People are calling him the greatest QB bust in the history of the NFL, <laughs> making Johnny football look like an actual starting caliber quarterback to the point where the Bengals have signed him. The Bengals have signed Johnny football to play week 18 or whatever against the Browns. What is going on here? Oh, I would. Oh, the theater, the theater. Oh my gosh. So Johnny Manziel walks out onto first energy stadium (laughs) to a chorus of booze, but wait, he's not alone because Joe Burrow and the rest of that quarterback room has been decimated. They had to sign other quarterbacks joining him on that quarterback roster. Oh no. Bringing him out of retirement is Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon is the backup, but hold on. They have a third quarterback because they can't protect anyone. Ladies and gentlemen, the third quarterback for this team is Deshaun Kaiser. The Bengals have brought in all the ghosts of the Browns past. And guess what? It All three get to play. All three get to play. And it actually is a close game. The Browns kind of take their gas off the pelt because they've clinched the first round by 
Baker actually isn't playing this game. He's already locked up NFL MVP, setting the record for <laughs> passing yards, <laughs> passing touchdowns, My touchdown Lord. interception ratio, and everything. He's broken every record there needs to be broken. He is the GOAT. Colin Cowherd actually comes to this game and before the game kisses Baker's bare ass. And because Ooh, nice. it's and because it's so cold, his lips, his actual tongue gets stuck to the cheeks and that's all you see the entire game is that's Colin Cowherd's tongue on Baker Mayfield's butt cheek to reference what happened he lost a bet he made on his show saying he wouldn't do all this and now he did it and now his tongue is stuck to Baker's cheek and they're trying to get off all game so Baker can't even play so in the first half Johnny Manziel actually puts on the game of his life Throwing two touchdowns and three interceptions. Which is the game of his life. Yes, it is. Literally. He has a 50% completion percentage. Actually Uh, fairly respectable. 150 passing yards. But they bench him anyways for Deshaun Kaiser, who after one quarter is doing absolutely nothing. Total bum. And now in the fourth quarter, old Brandon Whedon comes out. (laughs) They even, when he comes out, they actually put an American He's flag. He's like 56 in, now, right? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how old he is. But they actually have a, a an American flag they bring out, and they kind of, like, bring him in underneath it. It's amazing. Sure. It's like, Look who it is. It's Brandon Wheaton, ladies and gentlemen. And he's like, I'm back. Hi. And on the last play of the season, Miles Garrett is coming after him. He runs. He does a backhand flip pass again. Again, but this time right into the hands of the defensive MVP this season, Greg Newsom, who gets his 15th interception and his seventh, he takes to the house and the Browns win and they go 16 and one. I'm here for all of this. And the Browns go on to win the Super Bowl. Baker Mayfield gets his contract extension. We build a statue for Baker Mayfield. And oh my God, all Browns fans have nutted from this. Oh my God. Hell of a time to be alive. That that sounds like a season of dreams if I've ever heard one. Oh, that is totally the season of dreams. Oh, I just felt like I nutted. You, you, you made me think of a question hypothetically. If you had to win one football game and you had to start either Deshaun Kaiser, Johnny Manziel, or Brandon Whedon, and you had to win one football game, who are you starting? That quarterback. <laughs> Believe it or not, I hate him so much, but he actually has done it in clutch situations to at least tie a game. I have no idea. Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon actually tied a game in a clutch. Probably, I got to take Whedon by default. I probably would too, I think. Oh, my God. I think. Maybe. I think. Maybe. I, I, I don't I'm know. I'm not picking people. Johnny because fuck Johnny. But I, yeah, I guess. That's a good question. You made me think of that when you <laughs> did your little story. I'm like, God, who? Oh, my God. That might which be one the- of those freaking jabronis. Would you want to start? If you had to win it for I the have, game, oh my god that was awesome now that is a schedule game if i've ever seen one yes so there you go ladies and gentlemen that is our schedule game and that is the show for this week uh so i would think next week we'll come on with jack we'll try to figure out our schedule sure. uh figure out our guests and everything yeah. and oh yeah uh, i'll crash that motherfucker. <laughs> don't he's working right now <laughs> 
But uh, Andy, uh, thank you so much for filling in yeah. on such short notice. Please sure, let course. everyone know how they follow you and everything. Appreciate it. And anytime, man. Anytime you guys need anything, I got you guys. You know that. Um, you can you can follow uh, the the Browns podcast I I host, not the same old Browns podcast at not same Browns on Twitter. You can follow my personal account at Andy Cleves underscore on Twitter. And again, if you're a fan of horror movies, I am a fan of horror movies. I co-host a horror movie podcast called Dead in Santa Carla, which the name of that is inspired by the film Lost Boys from 1987. Excellent vampire film if you've never seen it. But anyway, you can follow that over at Dead and SC podcast on Twitter. But yeah, not same Browns, Andy Cleves underscore on Twitter. And there you go. Uh, you can follow me at the CLE sports guy. Uh, follow the Top Dogs podcast. Follow Jack McCurry at Jack McCurry 08. Follow uh, the Dogland uh, in the Dogland podcast, everyone. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week with another great edition of the Top Dogs. Until then, we are.